Welcome to the Evolved Athlete Podcast. My name is Coach P. Welcome back to another great episode that we have for you all. Today I'm doing a solo episode. This time today, though, I'm taking some real care to guide our evolved community and what it means to be a good leader, not only for your business that we might see with the evolved coaches, um, but also with our individuals who are trying to meet their fitness goals, weight loss, nutrition, but overall just be better at developing a higher quality of life for yourself and others around you. And no matter what, if you're having your own business or you're simply leading your own life, we need to make sure that we have great leadership skills. And I've been inspired by this lately because at the start of our semester, and you all know I'm a professor of exercise science at Eastern Kentucky University, we had this presentation at the College of Health Sciences. We have a, a brand new dean who is now leading our college here at the university. And he was awesome in the way that he delivered his message and his goals for what he wants to see happen at the university. And he invited us all to read this book called Habitudes. And it's really a really great book that's used in schools often and leadership curriculums because um, it really specifically goes into the art of connecting with others. And no matter what realm of life you're in or whether you want to improve in business, whether you want to lead better in your relationships or lead your families better, um, or just simply leading others towards better quality of life or just building great relationships, you really need to know all great principles as far as how to connect with others, how to communicate, how to listen, uh, and overall just simply being there for one another. And we're going to go through a couple of these habitudes throughout the next few weeks with some solo episodes in addition to interviews that I have lined up. Um, but today I wanted to specifically start with what it means to be a host versus a guest, and then talking about what we know as the Indian talking stick. And so where I'd like to start with hosts and guests is learning what it really takes to be a good host, whether you are leading your own business and your own brand, whether you're leading in your own household, uh, what does it take to really connect with others? And so what it means to be hosting guests is that when we look at this, leaders should be the ones who take the initiative when it comes to building relationships. We should be intentional about them and we should see ourselves as hosts and not guests and make sure that we go out of our way to connect with people and provide for them. You know, have you ever thought about what a good host looks like? You know, if it was your friend and I came and I came to visit you and I bet you'd know what to do if you were to be a good host, you know, after you'd answer the door, you'd invite me in, you'd offer me a seat and you'd take my coat. You know, really what it means to be a good host is to be someone who takes that initiative, be the one that makes others feel comfortable and focus on really connecting with that individual. You know, most of us really appreciate it when someone is a good host. And we definitely feel it when one is missing. You know, you could probably name off the top of your head an experience that you might have had where you simply didn't feel welcome or you didn't feel like this was a great place to be. You might have felt that the, you know, lack of community was here. Like say you're walking down a school hallway and it's just bland. There's nothing on the walls and there's just offices with people's names on them. And you're like, well, this, this place just doesn't really feel like it's for me. If it's, if it's my educational area and I'm trying to get help from professor. Whereas when you walk down a hallway that's decked out and shows what the department is up to and the types of things that they do, 
then you're just like, oh my gosh, like, look, look at the vibe here. Look at what's going on. It's the same thing with our businesses when it comes to our evolved coaches in fitness. You know, if you've got your social media marketing crazy, like where you showcase what it is you do with your life, what you stand for, your values, the amount of effort you put into your marketing materials and the vibe that you set, that can really set the home environment as far as, wow, like this is a great community. This is something I want to be a part of. Um, and so it's really important that we realize that, you know, even in the online business environment that we need to be good hosts. We invite people to come into our homes, as it were, when they visit our our home Instagram pages, our Facebooks, our Facebook groups and communities and our podcasts and whatever it might be. And we really need to focus on why that's so important and not leave that out of place. And what the book really likes to dive into is making sure that we realize that it's this is the basis for setting up a relationship. Um, and when it comes to having the greatest discussions with others, you can remember the, which discussions really, really pulled you into saying, this is the person I want to follow, or this is the business I want to be a part of, um, or this is who I want to learn from. Um, and this is absolutely rule number one, is that the first step a leader takes is to become a host, not a guest, wherever they are, no matter what environment you're in. Because good leaders don't depend on their position to get the job done. They leverage personal power, not positional power with people. Think of it as a a bank account. You want to make sure that you're making relational deposits and making the effort to really push forward and creating bonds and relationships that makes it worthwhile to help change someone's life, whether it's in your environment at home or you're in your own business. So there are four specific ways that the book goes deep dives into this as far as how to really become a good host and what it's like in a relationship to do this. And it does four things. The first thing is initiate. When we initiate, we help others become responsive. The second one is to connect where we really focus on connecting others to help them become more comfortable in a situation or a new experience. And then we make sure that we provide. That's number three, helping others to become satisfied with whatever it is that their needs are or what it is that they're looking or searching for. And the fourth one is to direct where we, others can receive guidance. And this is perfect for individuals who have their own businesses, no matter if it's fitness or you're selling tools at a shop or if you have an Etsy business, it doesn't matter what. We should always focus on these four things. Even if we're just generally trying to build a relationship or make friends with people we don't know, this is one of the greatest ways to help build relationships. So let's just dive into each one here separately so we can get a better idea of how to develop these habits when we're trying to connect with others. And when it comes to taking the initiative, we'll start with number one. Good hosts are usually the ones that take initiative with their guests or their clients or their athletes. We greet them at the door. We offer to take their jackets. We start up conversations. And as a result, their guests feel very welcome and become responsive. It's up to us as good hosts to make others feel like they are the most important person in the room. And it works the exact same way when it comes to our daily relationships. When we make the first move, others tend to let down their guard and engage with us. And that's really the goal in helping us to build those connections, build rapport and build those relationships. But it make, we have to make sure that we take the initiative to do that. We can't simply stand by and wait for that to happen. One of the most common misconceptions that people make oftentimes is by saying, you know, well, I'm the leader. They should come up to me when that couldn't be further from the truth, where the real goal and the real rule is that it's leaders that go first. They're the ones who initiate. They're the ones who go up, introduce themselves, and make someone feel like home. 
When it comes to the second one, connecting, it's really important for good hosts to understand that we need to connect with our guests and do our best to make them feel comfortable and at ease. Because oftentimes this is a new area. This is a new school they're coming to. This is a new uh, facility or a new business, maybe a new set of colleagues that someone has to get used to. And it's really, really important that they work to find common ground with others. And so that doesn't mean necessarily that you're talking the whole time during the conversation. You want to really stoke the fire and help someone get into better conversations and telling you about themselves. So they feel like you care and they feel like you're listening um, because we need to make sure that we focus on others and let them be the main attraction, make them feel like, wow, I got the best experience. This was, they really tried to make this about me and I, I really feel at home here. We need to have a similar mindset when it comes to being a leader and being a good host. We need to know that it's not about it's not about us. It's about them as the main attraction. And we need to focus on creating an environment where others will feel at home. Okay. So as much as connecting with others is very, very important, we need to be honest. It's not always easy, right? Because there's all sorts of different types of people out there. We all have different likes and dislikes. Um, we have things that we're into, you know, maybe we have different personalities, maybe we're quiet or we're not as extroverted. You know, there's a lot of things that, you know, can drive a wedge sometimes between being able to communicate. Um, but, you know, as we strive to be better hosts, we are, you know, we are bound to run into all different types of people. And, you know, we'll find ourselves saying things like, you know what, I tried to really connect with that person, but we just don't have anything in common. Um, and we often see that it's not worth the effort, but I can tell you straight up, never throw in the towel. It is, it is always worth it to go the extra mile to get to know everyone. Um, and that's why it's so important sometimes to make sure you're devoting your attention to the things that you might have in common. You might have one thing out of a million that you actually have in common, and you can really just work off of that and get into that to help build a connection. There's a way to build a connection with everybody. You just have to find it and you have to ask the right questions oftentimes to be able to get them to be able to start talking for you to find that common ground that you connect to. Don't ever give up. The third thing is to provide. We got to help others become satisfied. And this is especially important for our businesses. Um, and what we're trying to do or what we're doing for our families if we're leading our families, you know, because good hosts provide for their guests. We prepare delicious meals. We engage, we provide engaging activities and we anticipate any of the needs that may arise, which is what we really need to focus on and make sure that as a result that our guests become satisfied and look forward to a return visit. You know, thinking about the experiences that we create for our athletes or our clients at Evolve and what we try to do here with all of the live events that we post, all of our social media, live interviews, our podcasts, our crazy reels and everything that we make all the time. You know, it's really for our, our audience to see that, you know, this is a fun place to be. This is we're engaging. We want to create a community. We want to make sure everyone feels welcome and be like, hey, these guys are human. And these are really individuals who could relate to issues or challenges that I've gone through so that they can help me become the best person that I can be. And that, that's really the goal of really good hosts and finding ways to benefit them. So when you're trying to figure out how to make your business more welcoming or how to make your home more welcoming for friends or family, whatever it might be when you're engaged in relationships, really try to figure out how you can provide. What kind of value can you give? Can you give someone that community sense? Can you give someone that place where they can feel safe and talk and be able to convey what's bothering them? Can you provide great experiences and fun? Can you provide knowledge? Can you educate? Um, can you show people that you know your stuff when it comes to fitness and nutrition by doing 
doing exercise demonstrations and exercise science talks and, you know, talks on really current trendy things that are important to others. Uh, can you make people feel at home? All The list goes on and on. What are the amazing needs that you can provide others? And when we start to do this, it's amazing how many of these needs of others that we can really meet and the value that people will see in us. And that's why we really need what's called relational leadership. Um, and that's what usually most people are crying out for. You know, we don't want these dictators or anything like that, that, you know, says, well, this is the way it's got to be. And this is the way it is and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, you make, makes you feel like you're more being commanded to rather than actually, you know, seeing someone as caring about you and wanting to put you first. Cause that's what we really try to do. Relational leaders, we focus on connecting with people's hearts, not just their heads. You know, it's great if you know everything in the world about a particular aspect of science or fitness. But if you don't care about the person, they're going to pick up on that and they're not going to want to confide in you or give you their, in, or, you know, invest with you or so on and so forth. Um, we really need to make sure that we're putting the heart when it comes to building our businesses or building relationships with others. We need to have strong people skills and that's, that's going to relate to all aspects of life. You all um, it's, it's really, really important. And honestly, that's what this habit is all about here um, as far as learning to connect with others and learning to provide. And lastly, the fourth one is simply knowing how to direct because once, once the individual that you're trying to work with or build a relationship understands that you are there for them, that you are providing, that you are trying to connect, that's when they'll allow you to direct them as far as, okay, here's the direction we should go with your fitness program or, you know, here's what I recommend as far as how to approach, you know, getting fit and being healthy with a family or when you have precious time constraints or whatever it might be. You know, once we create that relational connection, that's when people will be really open to what it is that we feel is going to be best for them regardless of their goals. And this is what really great leaders do. Okay. Um, and we help them navigate the challenges that are before them and help give them clear paths as far as how to achieve their goals. And it's really, really important that we as leaders do a great job of suggesting a variety of options for those facing a dilemma, that we give resources and instruction based on our own past experiences, especially if those experiences are similar to that of which our athletes or our clients or the individuals we're trying to connect to are going through. We're helping the next one is helping others do, you know, a self-discovery to guide them along the way. Because you know, the biggest thing that leaders need to remember too is not to give them all the answers, right? Because we want to make sure that we're helping them build a growth mindset. We want to kick fixed mindsets to the wind and help people understand that it's about the effort and the journey and the pleasure that can be found in finding the answers with proper guidance is really an awesome goal and can really, really drive forward developing greater self-worth and overall greater self-confidence. And then finally being able to show that we can place others in contact with key people that can help them on the way. You know, if we don't know, and this is something that we do in Evolve all the time, like if we don't know the answer to something, if it's a outside of our scope of practice, we will find the individuals that can help them get those answers and point them into the direction that can be helpful. So for example, each of us coaches has a different specialty as far as I work with individuals with special populations and focus with people with disabilities oftentimes, whereas we have other, other coaches of ours who really specialize in certain modalities of fitness that I might not be versed in. Um, if there comes down to things oftentimes like new, like really, really, really advanced nutrition or hormonal uh, types of issues that might be going on, then we have a consultant that works with us that is more better versed, that better inside their own scope of practice to help that person. We want to always make 
make sure that as great leaders that we have a great idea of if we can't solve the problem directly, that we can help put them in the position to find others that can. And that's what a really, really great host is. And so what I ch- want to challenge you all um, is if you're listening and you find that maybe there are different ways that you are lacking or suboptimal when it comes to being able to provide, connect and and be able to direct others, you got to think for yourself or, you know, self-assess yourself. You know, are you usually one that waits for the phone call or you're introduced by others or are you focus on differences? And if you are you someone who looks to be served or you really add nothing to others or you need clear advice, do you tend to be reactive? You need to really focus on those things. And if those are areas that you need to if you need to work on, we need to understand that being a leader is the opposite thing. You know, being a good host is someone who makes that phone call. Being a good host is someone who reaches out and sends that message, who introduces themselves, who instead of focusing on differences, focuses on the similarities with others and helps put others at ease where you were the one who was always looking to serve others and finding ways. How can I help them? Um, and further adding value to others' lives and, you know, making sure that you are the one who is offering clear advice and being someone who is not only not reactive, but is proactive and takes the initiative and knows how to respond appropriately. That's what it takes to be a good host. Now, in that being said, to be a good host, we also need to make sure that we know how to listen in order to lead. And there's a great, great example that I give in my graduate school class that I want to share with you all, um, which talks about how leaders need to make sure that in order to connect, we need to make sure that we understand the perspectives of others before we actually communicate our own points. You know, this is something that we should teach in society today (laughs) because, you know, so many of us are divided on important issues and so on and so forth forth, we need to learn how to show empathy and be really, really good at asking the right questions. And as a result, we earn the right to be heard. And if we can really just focus on, you know, understanding that there are two sides to every story, that there are multiple perspectives on issues, that there are always better ways to look at things and that it's really just important to listen and let someone speak is that's how the big difference can be between relationships being strengthened or restored versus relationships being completely lost and conflict breaking out. Um, And so one of the things I want you guys to take to heart here is understand whether or not you have poor listening habits, because to lead is to listen. To listen is to love is one of my favorite things that my pastor would say. Um, And it really is true. And this is something even personally in my past as a young individual that I struggled with um, oftentimes. And that's because when we're younger, you know, we're very egocentric and it's very hard for us at times to, you know, develop that good sense of humility to really just listen to others. You know, it's we're human beings. We we. We, we all maybe struggle with this from time to time, but it's, it's super important to understand that over 50% of what you do as a leader is about listening, observing, and interpreting what you see in here and being able to make the best logical and most effective choices in helping others. And so what I want you to try and take a hold right now is is decide whether or not you have poor listening habits. And there are multiple examples of poor listening habits that include anything from being judgmental listening, which means you jump to conclusions about the individual before you even really give them a chance to speak, whether it's selective listening, where you only try to hear what you want to hear out of a situation, which is never good. Um, Are you an impatient listener where you're finishing other people's sentences and interrupting them because you you have no 
inclination to wanting to hear what they have to say? Are you egocentric, which means you're thinking about what you'll say as others are talking rather than pausing and actually listening to what they have to say? Are you someone who's a patronizing listener where you're pretending to listen and be really off in your own world, which is common and oftentimes in personal uh, relationships? And are you a stubborn listener as far as you're listening, but you're not open and your mind is already made up with what you are trying to get across? And honestly, these are the types of things that can get in the way of you being a good leader and really showing that you can establish a great relationship because many leaders never learn to listen well. And it's super, super important that if you want to be the best relational leader and really, really have a great connection with others, build your business effectively lead, no matter what aspect of life you're trying to apply this to, you need to learn to listen. You need to learn to show empathy. And you don't have to go as far as wearing your heart on your sleeve at times, but you really do need to take this family management style approach to where you can really be effective in helping someone feel like they're at home. And this is how everything comes together with these two habitudes of being a good host and learning how to listen. When it comes to showing empathy, it's about really about entering into another person's situation, you know, seeing what it is that they're going through. We all have our own epic stories. We all have things that we're going through. We all have challenges. We all feel pain. We all feel love. We all feel happy, sadness. It's, you know, we all go through a plethora of experiences that is individual and specific to us, which deserves to be heard, which deserves to be taken into account when we have conflicts, when we're trying to get through things, when we're trying to figure out what the best course of action is for another. And as a good leader, it really involves you having to understand how others feel and show that you genuinely care because no one cares about, no one cares what you have to say until they know that you care about them. That is the God awful truth when it comes to this sort of thing. And you need to make sure that you're helping someone's emotions become valid validated and that you really show that you are truly listening to what they have to say. And the best ways to do this oftentimes is when you're trying to connect with others and they see you before them, that you are saying things back to them, that you are maintaining eye contact, that you are evoking that although you might not have had that same experience, that you understand and that you, you know, you see their side and that you can definitely see that they're validated in the way that they feel. And it becomes super, super important to be able to demonstrate our power to do this so that we really show that we care. And then the best part about being a good listener is that you really have to ask good questions. You know, oftentimes people just like, well, I don't know how to connect to that person. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to ask them half the time. And, you know, you need to make sure you're asking relevant questions, you know, make sure that you are getting to know them. Sure. Sometimes you you know, you have to poke and prod a little bit. Sometimes you might have to start with a little bit of small talk, but then as you start to pull back layers and get to know them better and find those common grounds, that's when you can really start to open things up and get into those deeper, more relevant, open-ended questions that really allow someone to open up and start talking to you. And so, and once you can do that, that's where you can really find how to connect with another individual by asking them how they feel about a certain topic or why is it that they feel that way? You know, what kind of experience experiences have you had? If you constantly ask questions that have yes or no answers, you'll never get anywhere and you'll never be able to develop any type of relationship. And so it's what I really want you guys to, to take away from this is that when it comes to learning how to listen, it's, it's about making deposits and withdrawals. Simple as that. Um, you know, being, being a leader is like being a bank teller when it comes to relationships, we have to make relational deposits into others' lives before they'll listen to us. And so there's an acronym that we use in my graduate class for this called SALT. And SALT stands for say anything, 
ask questions, listen well, and turn the topic in a positive direction. And when you apply that to the conversations that you have with others, you can really help open up the conversation. You can ask great relevant questions that will help an individual open up and, uh, and diverge, divulge information and really give you something to where you can offer value or connect with and just listen well, listen to them speak, give them the chance to take the podium and make sure that they're the ones in the room that feel important. And then making sure that you're always turning the topic into a positive direction and not, you know, not even in business or being a leader, but even in personal relationships with loved ones, friends, significant others, husbands, wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, when you guys have those real hard conversations, that is the best way to approach those particular items as far as being able to get through things logically and making sure that the relationships moves forward in a positive direction. This is a great way to handle disputes oftentimes when it comes to working with disgruntled customers. You know, we can apply this to so many aspects of our life. And if you really, really dig deep down and humble yourself and see how important it is as a leader to do these things and to put others first, then there is nothing you can't do in your business. There, the amount of successes, the potential for you will be sky high because you will be someone who focuses on the other person. You're the one who focuses on individuals' hearts and focuses on developing relationships. Because at the end of the day, that's what life's all about, Charlie Brown, is making relationships and helping other people. And if you're not helping other people, then what is the point of what you're doing in the first place? So I hope that you guys enjoyed today's little insight into diving into the first set of habitudes that we have with being a good host, and learning how to show empathy and being a good listener. And if we start here, we can really start to build a good foundation of leadership principles that can lead us to being not only the best fitness coaches, not only the best leaders for our own lives as far as improving our own quality of life, whether our goals are weight loss or fitness related, or simply leading others that we care about to better standards of quality of life and better more sound and loving, strong relationships. I'm going to be diving into more of the habitudes as we go along, as time goes on, because I really think it's important that our, our evolved coaches, our athletes, our audience, and just everyone understands what it means to be a great leader. And if we are great leaders in all aspects of our lives, there is nothing we can't do and nothing we can't do when we all come together. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. We are looking forward for you to coming to visit us. Remember that you can find us on all of our web pages at Evolve HP. And if you guys have any questions at all, never hesitate to send us a message or reach out and we will always be here to help you. We can't wait for you to listen to the next one. We have our great, great guest coming up next week and I hope you guys are looking forward to it. We'll be push, pushing out advertisements for it soon. Uh, it's my great friend that I will reveal here later at another time who will be going going deep into breath work and the importance that it, its usage is for helping individuals live better quality of lives and overcome stress. I can't wait to bring that one to you all. Continue to rock and roll, kick some ass, you guys, and continue to push forward every single day. This has been Coach P, and I'll see you in the next one. Coach P's out.